Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. On our last episode, we talked about planning our day, and we talked about going through our day, giving God glory, and we saw that God really says it's whatever we do in our day. As long as we're bringing Him glory, He doesn't really care what it is. And so I want to talk about that today, that part of whatever we do in our day. I think for some people, that's freeing. I feel like maybe you're sitting here and you're like, I've always wanted to be a landscape designer, and now I have the green light to go design landscape and do it with my whole heart and all for the glory of God. And so if that's you, you just jump in and you go for it. But I feel like for some of us, at least myself included, that kind of open door to do whatever is kind of overwhelming. And maybe it's overwhelming because you don't really know what it is that you want to do. Maybe your entire life you've been listening to what the world says and you've never really stopped to think about what is it that you really want to do. Maybe you think it's not possible or maybe you're just even like, how can I do this and bring glory to God? And so now that we've seen that, now that we've seen that we can do whatever for our lives, as long as we're doing it for God's glory, I want to kind of dive into that. And I kind of want to give you some of the things that I've had to work through. I feel like I've been going through about a year and a half of just really trying to piece all this together. What is God calling me to? What is that quote unquote, whatever in my life that I'm free to do? How can I take the things I like? What are the things I like? What lights me up and what helps me use all of my gifts to best serve the people in my life? And if you're there, I'm just going to give you some things today that I've kind of worked through. So first thing, that I had to look at and see is that God created us to work. When he created the garden and when he created Adam and Eve, we see in Genesis before the serpent comes in, so before sin enters, that man had an assignment. In Genesis 2, 15, it says, the Lord God took man and put him in the garden of Eden to work and take care of it. So we were all created to work. Now, work for some of us may certainly be providing financially for our family, but work doesn't have to be that. Maybe you're blessed to not have to provide financially, and so work for you is running a nonprofit. Maybe in the season you're called to be at home with your kids, and that can certainly be work. And so I want us to think of work as how can I take the gifts the skills, the talents that God has given me and use that to serve the people in my life. And for some of us, that might just be in our home. Other people, it may be in our city, in our state, in our nation, in the world. Some people will be called to use their gifts in a what the world sees as big platform, right? So don't shy away. If something is big and earthly, don't shy away from it just because you think, I can't do that because that's, that's in the spotlight. Maybe what God is asking you is to step into that, not because you're craving the spotlight, not because you're craving the fame, but because God wants to be given the glory in the spotlight. And so remember that when you're thinking about what it is that God's called you to. For a lot of people though, it will just be those day-to-day things, the simple things as the world sees it, but can certainly be some big heavenly things when we look at the view of God. And so whatever it is, God has specifically programmed you with certain skills, passions, and gifts that he wants you to use to your fullest while you're here on earth. Jeremiah One five says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Before you were born, God had something specific for you to do with your time here. 
And so that's what I kind of want to help you dive into today. And so as I was kind of thinking and reflecting on this in my own life, the question that I always try and come back to, I try and ask myself if I could do anything in the world, no restrictions, doesn't matter how much money I would make, it doesn't matter how much recognition I would get, if I could do something in secret that nobody knew about and I would just love it and enjoy it, what would that thing be? So I want you to think about that in your own life. Take away everything. If you just had to go to work today, you could do anything you wanted. Nobody saw the work that you were doing. You could just step into it and do it. What would it be? And maybe now you're still thinking, I'm not exactly sure. So here's a few more questions to dive a little bit deeper. What types of activities or things really excite you? What is something that you just love to learn about? And even if you don't have to learn about it, you are learning about it. I see this so clearly in my husband. He loves to work on cars. Cars are just a passion and a gift of his. He could work on them all day long, even if he didn't get paid for it. He's very knowledgeable about it. He loves to learn about them. If if we go to a party and there's a random stranger there and they love to work on cars, I will not see my husband because they'll be just talking and chatting the whole time. And I could just see that excitement in his eyes as he talks about it. And so think about that for you. What are the things that just light you up? They just make you excited. If you ran into a complete stranger at a party and they liked this thing, you two would just sit down and talk about it. And also it may be something that other people recognize in you. Like I see this in my husband so much. Other people may recognize these gifts and things in you too. So what are people just telling you? I can just see you're you're talented at this or that you just light up when you do it. And this thing should also be something that comes somewhat easily to you. So maybe you're not perfect or the world's greatest when you start it, but you see your potential to grow. You have a desire to learn with this thing and you'll also put in the time and work to be good at it because you just love doing it. So that's the first place to start. Those are some really good things just to sit down and kind of journal out things you like, things excite you, things you want to learn about, things that just come naturally to you. And once you've started to kind of identify what that is, the next thing that I ask myself is, why am I not working in that field right now? Or why is this not something I'm doing right now? For some people, they list down it's a time commitment. Maybe it's finances. Maybe you don't think that this could be a full-time career or income and that's what you need in order to make that step. Maybe you're just fearful to take the step. Perhaps you've not really thought about this until now. And you've spent thousands of dollars in schooling, another career, something you thought was your passion, and it turns out you get into it and you don't really love it. It doesn't bring you joy. You're constantly dreading your work. But then you're just kind of feeling like I've already spent so much time learning this other thing. Is it too late just to start over? So... I look at those things and think, okay, why is it that I'm not there? And then then I need to see too, like, is a legitimate reason. Sometimes there are seasons where it's just not time to be in it. Patience can be key when it comes to going after the things that God's created us to do, but we have to be careful not to confuse patience for procrastination. So for example, last year when I was getting ready to start this podcast, I just had had it on my heart. I knew this was something I wanted to jump into. Right when I was really getting ready to start it, I had just took on a two-month assignment working out of the state. It was over full-time hours. I wasn't going to be at home. And so I just decided that, you know, instead of rushing just to get this podcast out there and worrying about recording it in an apartment with a hectic, hectic schedule and then feeling all this pressure to put it on, especially just stepping into it for the first time, which is something that I would normally do. When I get the spark to do it, I usually just want to jump into it. And sometimes that's not always the best thing. So instead, I waited. 
I waited and I used that time there to practice getting my intro right, to get my microphone going, to get some ideas ready so that when I was done with that assignment, I could jump in and do this. And I am so, so glad I waited because it all came perfectly, not, you know, nothing's perfect, but it came out the best it could when I started it after I got home. And another thing that really helped me was telling a friend my start date just to keep me accountable so that I didn't turn that, that patience in starting this into procrastination. And I think for a lot of us, more times than not, we don't even start because we feel like there's this big, ginormous leap to get to where we want to be. So maybe you think that in order to start doing this thing that God's put on your heart, that you just have to up and quit your job and do it. And maybe that's just not possible for you right now. And so what I want to take you back to is when we talked about following God's plan can certainly mean surrender. And so maybe for you, that means surrendering some time. Maybe you don't leave your job in order to start this thing and you start it on the side. And so that means cutting out certain activities or things so that you can start putting in the time and effort to grow it. Maybe right now you are home raising your kids, but you have this just really big pull that God wants you to do photography. You've always loved it. You would take pictures all the time. You love to learn about it. People tell you you're good at it and you, you just get this nudge to do it, but you think, well, right now, I don't know. I've got my kids at home. I feel God wants me to do it, but I just don't want to leave them full time. So maybe what you do is a day a week, you get a babysitter and then you go learn about taking pictures in that time and know that when your kids are in school, you will have set the foundation and can jump into it more full time. Maybe you don't even do that. Maybe what you do is say the next time I get invited over to a friend's for a play date or a birthday party, I'm just going to say, hey, do you mind if I bring my camera and take pictures for you so that you don't have to worry about taking pictures at the event? And so you can work in using photography there. Your stay at home mom, start taking pictures of your kids. There is nothing better than practicing taking pictures at your kids with your kids and around the home. And now you've created memories while you're starting to learn and grow your skill. And it's remembering to sacrificing your timeline for what God's timeline is. And this isn't the norm, especially when you sit down on social media or you read news articles. It seems like there are so many overnight successes. And that will make us think that if if we're supposed to be good at it, we should just see instant success. And that's truthfully not the reality. Most of the times we never see the behind the scenes work that was done to get to where the people are now. And also remember, again, that success in God's eyes is not the same as what the world says. And so a lot of times we confuse that too. And so this is kind of our challenge to get here. Find this thing that lights you up. Find this thing that you love to do, this gift that God has given you, and take a step. Take a step in the direction. So what is one thing that you could do today to start working in that direction. Again, maybe you love photography, so you're gonna volunteer to take pictures for a friend at a birthday party. Maybe you love landscape design, and so you say, hey, grandma, I know you wanted to redo those landscaping beds. Would you be okay if I just designed it for you, right? And just start serving people with those skills that you have. And as you take the step, Seek, keep seeking God and let him guide you. And the full disclaimer of this is you may not know where it's going to go. In fact, you probably will not know where it's going to go. Don't worry about it. Just take the step 
and let God guide you. Don't let the fear of other people's opinions, time, money, limitations, all these things from the enemy that come in and stop us from even starting. Pray about it. See where God wants you. When you get that nudge from him, go. Be bold. Give God the glory in what you do and look at him each step of the way. And maybe you're sitting here thinking right now, I, I still don't, I still don't know. I'm still not exactly sure, or maybe you've got it. And there's just some other limiting things speaking into your life. Because again, the enemy does not want you to take this path. He does not want you to figure out what it is that God has wired you to do. And if you get into it, he certainly wants to stop you. And so these are some things that I did when I was trying to decipher all this, and there was definitely some limitations from the enemy in that season, but also some things that really helped me. So first thing above all else is just keep seeking God and asking him to guide you. And so it was just a lot of praying. It was just a lot of spending time with him, getting to know him and, and being patient there as I tried to work through it all. The next thing I did was just continue to reflect, continue to review these questions. If you saw my journal over the last year and a half, I've just constantly been reevaluating things in my life. So what are my gifts? Just rewriting them. Where can I see God using these gifts in the world? Reminding myself of the things that I love, the things that light me up, because truthfully, I can so easily forget them. And maybe that's you too. So I need those constant reminders of the things I love, the things that make me want to jump out of bed in the morning, do that work, the things that when they are on my calendar, I'm so excited for them. And then also recognizing those things that I just dread, those things that I don't look forward to, those things that don't bring out the best features in me. Because when you find that gift, they are naturally going to bring out some of your best features. And and our gifts will get challenged, right? There will be seasons when it's hard, but overall, when you start doing this thing, you will feel the most aligned and alive that you ever have. For me sitting here on this podcast, I find so much of that when I am sharing and feeling connected with, with what God has called me to do right now in the season. I love doing this and it brings out so much joy in my life. And I, I just find myself aligned with who God has made me to be. But there are also days and stretches, especially last year, where it just got hard. Days where I didn't feel like sharing or maybe I wasn't sure what to say or I was overthinking what to say, but I just prayed and I just kept showing up. And you know, the the beautiful thing is looking back, as soon as I just kind of got out of my way and I stepped into it and I started speaking again, I just felt aligned and right. And so that was, again, another good sign for me. And then again, those things that I dread, there are some things that I feel that I'm gifted at, but I don't love doing them. I'm not aligned when I'm doing them. I kind of dread them. And so that is just a reminder for me that while I may be naturally gifted in those places, there may be something bigger that God's called me to. Third thing is just being patient and just remembering again, God's timing is way way, way, way different than ours. And sometimes God has to put different things in place for everything to be ready in order for those plans to align and come to be as he's created them. And I'm not a patient person. I like to know exactly what I'm doing. I like to have a plan. And so again, this was an area of surrender and a prayer that I just, I kept saying over and over again, as I was just kind of looking for where God was pulling me was, Lord, open doors I cannot close and close doors I cannot open. 
just praying this on repeat, praying this on the days where nothing seemed to open, praying this on the days when the doors closed until finally the right ones came open. And in the waiting, I just kept seeking him. So that means you're in a long season of waiting. You're given a lot of time to get to know God. And I just had to surrender my timeline for all the things that he had planned for me and just be okay getting to know him. And for me, that was another huge area of surrender. And to be fully honest, this is what I felt God wanted for me all along was to truly believe in him and truly get to know him. And I honestly think looking back, he wasn't going to open that next door until I was completely okay just knowing him, till I was completely okay not having a plan, till I was completely okay surrendering it and putting it into his hands and seeing that my biggest purpose was just to know him and delight with him. And so then I could sit and pray, God, I'm going to be completely okay today if my only plan is just to know you and make you known to the people that you put in front of me. And I will be okay just sitting here. And it took me a while to get to that place. And then it's saying, okay, God, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be completely satisfied and delight in your presence. And if that's all you give me today, I'm okay with it. And then when you give me the nudge to go, I'll go because I've sat here and I trust you. And I know that this step is from you. And that's a challenge to get there, but I'm going to tell you it's worth it and it's worth getting there and it's worth the fight to stay there. And then the next thing is also knowing that just because it's hard, it doesn't mean it's not from God. Maybe you feel like you have stepped into something that was from God and it just seems like you are hitting roadblock after roadblock. Maybe the growth is so slow. It is painful keep praying about it. Keep praying about it and know that for a lot of us, there are seasons where there have to be certain things that are hard, certain edges chiseled away, certain hard experiences that we have to have in order to be ready for the full vision of what God's plan is for our life. John 1 verses 2 to 4. This is a good reminder if you're here. Say, consider it pure joy. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And so this is just, again, my reminder that the trials are coming to help me mature, help me to grow, and help me to not be lacking anything. Because if it is what God has called me to do, I want to have everything I need, every experience, whether that be really hard, but everything that I can do to be mature and complete, to to live out this calling that God has put into my life. Then It's also remembering that your plan does not have to make sense to anyone else. When you follow God's plan for your life, it will likely take you down a path that a lot of people have not been on. Or maybe for you, it's a complete 180 because your entire life has been filled with following what the world tells you. And you finally decide, you know what? No, I'm going to step in to who God has made me to be. And people might question you for that. They might think you're crazy. They might even think you've made a mistake. Now, if they are faith-following, Jesus-centered people that really know you and they're bringing up questions, you can listen and you can see, you know, are you are you questioning this because you think I'm chasing some kind of earthly desire? Are there some red flags in this that I need to be aware of? And you can look at those and review them and see and then pray about it. Sometimes people just get in their own human flesh and and they just don't understand. They don't understand me because of some insecurity or weakness they have. They don't understand because ultimately 
They're not in your relationship with you and God. You and God are the final ones who have the say of, is this what God created you to do? And so take take it with a grain of salt when people question you. Look and see what their intent is. Look and see what their beliefs are. And you can see if these are people who have a legitimate concern, again, to question you for it. Or maybe they are just caught up in some own flesh desire too, because we all can get there. And then final decision comes back to God, praying to him and saying, you know what, God, I don't know that anyone in my life gets this right now, but I just feel so strongly that you put this in my heart. And so I'm going to be okay with it. I'm going to be okay with taking the step and knowing that I'm going to seek you first and trust what you say above all else. And then it is just reiterating that God has a plan for every single one of us. I'm going to go back to that verse in Jeremiah where God says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And Jeremiah replies here, I don't know how to speak. I am too young. And God replies to Jeremiah and says, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. And so here's this phrase that just sticks out over and over. Do not be afraid. If God has called you to it, maybe you don't have everything you need right now. Do not be afraid. Right? How many times do we count ourselves out because we don't have everything we need? We know God's taking us there, but we just think, I don't think I have what it takes, God. Maybe you have the wrong person. And do you realize where Jeremiah found out what he was capable of? Where did he see that he actually had what God had called him to? He found it out when he went, when he took the step and he started going. So if you have it in your heart today, if it's there, take the step. There's always this quote that says, if God has called you to it, he will equip you, right? He does not call the equipped, he equips the called. And we see this in scripture over and over again. If you look at the disciples, the people that God used to spread his word and to fulfill his mission here on earth, it was not all the people who had all the schooling, who had it all together. It was the people he called and the people who believed enough to take the step. And as they took the step with him, they gained the things they needed to fulfill the things that God has been put in your life. And so God has had a plan for you before you were born. He has set you apart with something to do with your short and quick time here on earth. And not so that your name will be remembered, but that again, so his name will be remembered. And so this is your time. This is your time to do some journaling and reflecting on it. While you're listening, something may have just sparked up today. So you're just thinking, you know, I know that this is what God wants me to do. And I've just been holding back. Well, it's your time to go. Maybe it's your time today to say, you know what? I've not really sat down and thought about what, what the desires of my heart really are, what the things that God has really gifted me. I've just kind of listened to what the world has told me. And I want to see what my gifts are by praying to God and recognizing those gifts that he's given me. And so this may be a really good time to sit down and see about those things that excite you, those things that you like to learn about and seeing how you can just take a step today to step into that and just look at God one step at a time. And ultimately it's a lot of prayer. It's a lot of knowing God. It's a lot of reflecting and also pausing and being still to listen. 
So many times we can go to God and say all these things and, and talk so much, but it's also taking time to listen, to see, you know, maybe he's already given you that next step, but you've been so busy talking or so busy looking at a huge picture that you don't see the first step right in front of you. And so it's pausing and saying, God, I don't need to see the entire staircase. I just want to know what step it is you want me to take. And I'm going to trust that if you tell me to take it, even if I don't see where it's going, that I can take the step in full confidence because I know that it's come from you. And so we fix our eyes on Jesus. We fix our eyes on him because we know that the enemy will try and take us off that, off that path. But we won't see the enemy as long as our eyes are locked with Jesus. And so it's fixing our eyes there, praying, reflecting, trusting, and taking the step without taking our eyes off of him. So let's end today in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for creating me for a purpose, for creating me with gifts and skills that you want to use to bring glory to you with my time here on earth. God, I just want to ask that as I search my heart, that I see those things that you have given me, those things that just light me up and excite me. And I ask that I have the strength to take the step to use those things to serve your people to serve the people that come into my day and trust that I don't have to know how it will all play out, but trust and know that as I seek you and take the step with you, that you will lead me exactly where I need to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, as always, thank you so, so much for being here today. We would love it if you are enjoying this podcast, if you left us a rating or review. If there are podcast topics you want to hear more about, shoot us a message. We always love hearing from you and hearing how these episodes are helping you. Don't forget, we have our prayer and workout classes. You can see the link in the show notes, and we will see you again next time.